Somebody uh, send me, uh, or rather, take me golfing. You know? Tiger. Yeah, someone with patience. Tiger. Because this guy. I'm up next. This guy. <laughs> I'm up next. All right, let's go. <laughs> Come find me. Push P. Yeah. Push P. Turn me up. Turn me up, P. In the paddock in my piece, I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my piece, we don't want no peace. Got a spot at cross spot, just for peace. Drop the data, now we plotting, exotic peace. She not a lesbian for peace, she turned pesbian. Push P, I'm pushing P. Ben Stillaw. His name is Ben Stillaw. That sounded like, uh, what's that song? Uh,. Is it by Juicy J? Juicy J, yeah. Juicy J, where he's like, uh, what's that song? You know what I'm talking about? It could be Knife Talk too. <laughs> so you said, uh, Ben Stiller in that like, Ben Stiller. Juicy J has, he stretches the ends of, the lines, in that verse, from that song. Yeah. That I'm asking you to remember, cause you would know. Things said to me, yes. Yes, yes. Did you go robot there? You went full robot? <laughs> That's what happened there just now? Sometimes I just look at you, and I could I could tell from the way you're looking at me, you're saying nothing about nothing. Because you don't know what you really want to say. And that's when I lose focus, because I'm like, he's chatting. <laughs> that's what just happened. I just sensed it. You Because know you were like, Juicy J. Like, like I, I, I know it's, it's from a song, sentence. but I, I, literally... 21 and Drake were like dragging their syllables like that in Knife Talk too. so. True. True, but there's a juicy version. There's a juicy song I'm specifically talking about, and I thought you'd know. My fault for expecting too much of you. It is your fault. Okay, well, we're back in this lack. Back in the lack. Never stack. Push it, Pat. All right. Uh, I want to start this segment off with... Uh, Happy Friday. Happy uh, Friday. It's Friday. We're doing the damn thing. And uh, we just have certain things to get through on our agenda today. And before we do that, I have something I saw earlier that was crazy. But I have to scroll on Instagram because Instagram is just a cesspool. Crazy. And it puts pages you don't even follow on your feed, which is the fucking, like, what's the point of following people then if I'm just going to see what you want me to see? Right? They started doing that now, right? I thought bro, it was bugged the first time I saw I'm, that. Yo, I hate <laughs> I was like, that I shit. Didn't, I didn't know I followed this person. It's like, bro, stop. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Not at all. It's a little too much. Because as soon as I like it, because sometimes I'll be scrolling. I don't be looking at who it is. Sometimes I'll just be lost in the post. So if I like something without checking who it is first, automatically they're going to be like, oh, he liked that. Let's put more of it on his feed. All right, so the first thing I want to start off with is Kevin Porter Jr. of the Houston Rockets. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, you saw it? That was bad, bro. Yeah. So apparently, like to those not in the, the right time. those not in the know, uh, a Washington Wizards announcer said about Kevin Porter Jr. taking a shot. He said Kevin Porter Jr. like his dad pulled that trigger right at the right time. Apparently, Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad was convicted for manslaughter for shooting a 14-year-old girl in 1993 and was then killed in a, in a Seattle bar due to gun violence. So that, that's way out of pocket. That's just, he's got to lose his job. And he, Kevin Porter Jr. should get to fight him one-on-one. Did you see what his excuse was? What? Uh, that he mistakenly... Uh, thought that Kevin Porter from, I think, like 30 years or 40 years previous, uh, a Kelly Porter who played, I can't remember on what team, but some team in the NBA, uh-huh. he thought he was his son. Oh. Yeah. There's a, there's a, okay. There's a Porter like 50 years previous where he was just like, oh, that's his son. Just not doing, <laughs> not like without any, uh, previous research, he decided to go out and live there. And assume that, and make a joke while doing it—a very, a very, a very poor-tasted <laughs> joke. And if that's true, the timing of that is just bad. And then in the same article, which got me tight, they wanted to get rid of 
pulling the trigger as a euphemism, like completely. They're like, we should start to phase out of that. Yeah, it's not the right terminology. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> one bad joke that was either I don't know if he's telling the truth or not, but like, if he is, like, are you serious? Like, you know, how did he, did he know the second part? Did he know? I, I feel like, how could you not? I just feel like it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is your fucking job, bro. And you're just yeah. making, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are you have no camera on you. You're in the booth. Just Google real quick. Which, with no research. Which Kevin Porter is this? You know what I'm saying? So he should be fired for either insulting him knowingly or lack of information. Yes. Because that's your job, right? Know the players. There's which only, I think are both fireable offenses. Absolutely. Well, especially, the first one is definitely. Especially since I think basketball, latter, yeah. when, like, there's only 15 players on each team and, like, only, like, Eight to ten of them on each team play. Like, yeah. get a quick fact, know who they are. That's it. A couple notes on each player, you know? You can Google each player and take five minutes worth of notes and be done with your work for the day in an hour. Yeah. Um, and actually learn cool shit about a lot of players in the NBA. Yeah, I don't think... Like, I didn't know his dad happened to his dad or that the other uh, Otto Porter. So his real dad. Yeah, so his real dad is the one who actually... Bro, yes, I know okay. that. So, okay, so this is what I'm saying, yeah. They thought he was just related to that Kevin Porter, who is no relation to. Yes, Sadiq. I know that. You said that already. Oh, is that? I thought you were going over that. No. Okay. No. Not in the slightest. Um. This side note, I, I, I don't gr- agree with uh, getting rid of the pulling the trigger for the uh, the basketball like euphemism. Somebody said that? That was the article. I just said that. The whole article was like. Nah, not the whole article. The end of it. Oh. The end of it was saying how we should get rid of the phrase pulling the trigger. No. In basketball. No. And I was like, hey, we're not going to ban guns. Why get rid of pull the pull uh stop pull the trigger? And it just one it sounds sick and two it makes sense. Like you're shooting. You're making the attempt here. You chose to do this action. Look, that's not going to happen. So Much like with. pulling the trigger. It just don't people, make no sense. Let those people that are miserable about things like that, let them fight that fight on their own terms. Yeah, I don't I don't know why it was in the same article though. Like you gotta slip it in somewhere. You gotta follow the agenda. I like saying agenda. I can tell. If you noticed. I can tell. Agenda. I feel like just like what's our agenda today? In this podcast. I'm going through notes. Uh, here we go. Hey now. Oh lord. Okay, so as it being Friday, what does that mean, Mr. Ali? What does that mean, Mr. Ali? What? What does that mean, Mr. Ali? Second. All right. So, what does Friday mean to you, Sadiq? In a previous era of life, Friday meant uh, errands, drinking, and sports. Why in, sports? Uh, during the week, I could not partake in any uh, sportal activities. <laughs> what is a sportal activity? It's an activity that involves sports, man. You didn't get that from my sportal? What does that mean? You know what it means. I'm not explaining to you. You're the worst. You know I don't know what you're saying. Okay, whatever. An athletic whatever. activity. I could not attend athletic events or participate in athletic events with my schedule Monday through Friday. Anything else about Friday that you're missing? Nope. New Music Friday, dick. New Music Friday. Oh, is that what you wanted to go with that? Why new you, music why did Friday. Why does it sound like such a general question? Because you take everything like that. <clears throat> anyway, it's New Music Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Drip Season Four, aka DS Forever, dropped this morning. Yeah, it did. Dawn FM dropped this morning. She's dead ass crazy. Yeah, it was actually uh, it was nice. I got to uh, I get to hear those albums pretty early in the day. You know, were you? I feel like. I heard a lot about people uh, waiting up for albums. Yeah. Like back in like high school and like college and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Like I was just never into shit like that. Like waiting up for albums. 
music was just not like a super crazy part of my life. I know some people that would do that, but that's mostly like people that uh, worked for somewhere where they needed to have the first review out on the album. Because like to me, like I don't want to hear it when I'm tired at the, you know what I'm saying? At like 12, 15 at night, like I'll just wake up and listen to it. And I also love waking up and seeing the public sentiment on social media. Oh, you're, you like seeing some early reviews before you uh, waste your time almost? Yes. Absolutely. Understandable. Understandable. There was a... <clears throat> yeah, I just... There was a uh, big influx of people in my life who, like, waited up for albums. Really? Yeah. In high school and college. Man, maybe not so much as college. Like, freshman year. And then... Like all throughout high school, and I like I never got that. But last night, my point in saying that because I was a fucking drag. My point in fucking saying that was, uh, we got to hear that album, like initial, like immediately off the upload. <laughs> you know, immediately, he put it out. We we're one of the first thousand to listen to it. You know what? People dead would drive to stores and wait till twelve to buy a CD. And then bump it the whole... N- wow, yeah. Now, like, okay. my memory's getting joked. That's fire. That I love. So that was a nice feeling last night. I was thinking about that when we were listening to it. I was like, oh, let's bump this song right here. It's Wait, brand no, new. we didn't do that last night. No, 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 no. I'm you, sorry. You I'm did sorry. that on your way home. I did that on the way home. DS Forever was really not a long album. It was only 55 minutes. No. Yeah, I ran through, like, half of it. Not half of it, but, like, yeah. At least half. Yeah. At least half. Nah, it was probably, like, almost a half. Because, like I said, I did run back... Uh, how you do that with with Kodak? Yo, can we keep Kodak out of jail? Can he keep himself out of jail for a <laughs> I was year? Gonna say, I don't know what you want us to do. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yo, that bar he had where he's like, I knew the perk was fake, but I popped it anyway because I'm a gremlin. That's that haunts me. That haunts me. You know what's crazy too? There is a, and obviously they might have just not put the lyrics on for this, but. This was a this was a tough song to uh, to lock into. For was me. it? Yeah, for me. I hadn't heard this type of like slosh in a minute. Slosh. Yeah, it's what it sounds like to me. What sounds like slosh? The the voices, the distorted voices. <laughs> and when I say slosh, it sounds like they're just really wavy. Like everything goes up and down so quick. Different syllables of the word. Like it's just you gotta you're just, lock you're in just, here. Uh, you're just. Uh, you're just enticed by the wordplay. Part of the reason I played it back three times was because I was... Uh, What'd you play it back three times? This song. On the way home last night. Okay. Ran it back. What song is this? How you did that with Kodak. You forgot, didn't I you? Thought we <laughs> you forgot, didn't you? You stupid fuck. <laughs> you trying I got to like... do that smooth. I was like, what do you ask those questions for? <laughs> in, a, in a row like this. I was trying to be patient and wait to space out my questions, <laughs> but I got fed up with waiting. I was like, fuck it. He's going to know I forgot. We good, though. We good, though. I thought you were talking about the song with Thug and Gunna and Future. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, I was intrigued by the... Uh, I don't think I understood everything the first time playing it. Like, I knew it went crazy the first time playing it. I just didn't understand everything. So I had to run it back three times to actually listen to every word to make sure I was hearing it right and also pick up the stuff I didn't hear in the first or the second. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot. And you are ripped. I'm so By the ripped. way, you're ripped right now. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. He just looked up just now. <laughs> it's like, yo, he has not been listening. He just tried to keep it together. Help me, please. <laughs> Trying to keep it together. And the smoke from the sage, I mean, from the incense is worse. Because now I feel like I'm bugging because it's hazy in here. But I know it's hazy, so I'm tripping. Oh, my God. Fight for my you, need a minute? you need a minute? Or nah, what? the show goes on. <laughs> the show goes on. Uh, Yeah, general thesis there. How you did that with Kodak goes hard. It's my general thesis so you can lock in here because it seems like a lot for you right now. <laughs> All right, so that song is fire. I agree. I ran that shit back immediately. I'm just going to... I like pretty much every song on here, but I'm going to tell you how many songs I dislike on this song or that I can't remember. Pushing P, which is Thug, Gunner, and Future. South to West. And Mop with Thug. Every other song I fuck with OD. You, you bang heavily with the Chloe Bailey song? OD. OD, like, who the fuck let him sample I Wanna Know? 
Who 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 put in that request? I need to speak to them. Cause that was crazy. That shit was fire. Feel me? Now is Gunna a singer? No. But with the auto tune, anybody can be. But him and Chloe going back and forth. I see I see what he did there. I see what he tried to get there. Yeah, I recant that. Not anybody can be, because I'd be crazy up. No, for sure. Uh, it's gotta grow on me. It's gotta grow on me. Okay. I, I fucked with every other song. That's what I'm saying. I really ran that sh- I ran through the whole album and I was just like, yo, this is fire. Like I'm fucking with it. I like the vibes. Like it's mad chill. You know what it sounded like? This is my favorite version of Gunna, I feel like. It sounded like the end of an era. The drip season era. It's the last one, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did they say it's, that? It's, it's well it said DS forever. So I I figured that'd be the, the closing. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like the closing. Of the drip I don't know. Until they say it, I don't know. Of the... What do you call a... A series. A series? It's not a trilogy. What, what, it's whatever. a series. Yeah. It's just a series. Of the drip season series. Yeah. You know? That's what it felt like to me. Okay. I kind of agree with that. I don't think they're going to do another one. Do we get another drip or drown? That was the question. <sighs> Need that. <laughs> Need Facts. that. Wow. Yeah, Gunna's Ascension has been... Yo, he's Quick really steady. He's I really like went back through one of the other day and I was like, yo, this is this whole album is fire. And then I went back to like some other old gunner and I'm like, this whole thing is fire too. And I'm just like, bro, he's not missing. Yeah, the only thing I maybe the only tape I don't fuck with is the uh the first dripper jam. That one's cool to me. It wasn't crazy. Oh yeah. Like Dripper Jam 2, where he yeah. had that, that green snake cover art. That's three. Or three, I mean? Drip Season 3 was crazy. Drip Season 3? Everybody says that's the best one. That's what I'm saying. You don't like it that much? No, I love it. Oh, I was going to say. That, that album is. hit. Drip Season 1 or 2. 2 is two is uh, better than 1. But I feel like Drip Season 3, that's when like, I... I... Yeah, oh, the original Drip Season. Uh, out of Sight, Out of Mind is Fire. Caught Me a Foreign. was a banger. I'll have to listen to it again, but I get what you're saying. It doesn't hit as hard as the other ones. You know? Agreed. Drip season three went crazy. Junior, I remember that junior year, bro. We got so much good music junior year. Yeah, we did. So much fucking yeah, music. Drake yeah, dropped did. that year twice. Future dropped that year three times, I believe. Yeah, wow, we He did. dropped Beast Mode 2, uh, Future, and fucking Wizard. Huh. Same year. And I didn't like Beast Mode 2 up until like a year, year and a half ago. Where I ran through it and I was like, all right, this is a nice, it's like an LP. It's like a nice little LP. So much good music that year. That was crazy. That was when I got put on Amigos. Remember Lou was playing Bad and Bougie in the room and I was like, what song is this? <laughs> Bad and Bougie, man. I, when that shit first dropped, I don't think any of us were ready, ready at all. Yo, I think that marked two things. One, it marked my very very intrigue like very very large intrigue into rap music like it sparked the all right dive in listen to rap now, you know like for me personally like that's when it hit because i remember what i remember it bro walking from my other sweet mate's room mm-hmm. over and him playing the song and i'm like yo immediately i was like this beat is crazy because i'm immediately just bumping and i can understand these words these are clear like the migos in that song were pretty clear right it wasn't no mumble shit <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's so crazy that that's nice. considered mumble rap because it's like there's real mumble rappers in Atlanta and Alabama where you actually can't understand them. Yeah. It marked, I feel, just like an influx of what we're seeing now a lot with like the the chap trap genre of 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 rap of hip hop. Where, are, where, are, we, where are we in music right now? It's a lot. So many things are happening. Yeah, but where are we? Are we, like, if we're grading music is like, baseline, like, average music, and then we're going to, like, legendary music. Like, where are we in music? Because, you know, I don't think we're getting legendary music right now. Uh, no. I think this era is, uh, lyric music, right? And I'm, I'm, I think I'm generally speaking rap here. I'm sorry, specifically speaking rap here. Uh, it's a lot of, like, say, say things as fast as you can. I say a lot of things, you know. <laughs> it's just taking the shortest way. Wait, say that again. Say it's say this as fast as you can, and say a lot of things. Saying things as fast as you can, 
plus saying a lot of those things. Oh, you're, so you're saying like the punch in, punch out. Yeah. Well, that's that's what the kids like. This this is what I'm saying. That's what I'm seeing a lot of now. But I'm 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 I understand that, I, and I agree as well. I think that's the new style. Uh, between Detroit and Queens, those are like the two places that are really doing that. So we'll see who gets on top. But I'm just talking about like where we are in, in the monumental. Like if you really think about it, like think about your parents. Your parents were alive when Michael Jackson, Prince, the Isley Brothers, like Matt R. Kelly, like Criminal or Not, putting out amazing music. Biggie, Tupac, like they were just seeing legend after legend. Even if that wasn't a genre of music they listened to, it was like you're just seeing legends yeah. and legends and legends. Like Diddy came up, you feel me? Like for better or worse, Diddy is a legend. You feel me? Pop, Biggie, Big L, Jay-Z. Like these are all people that went through their primes. You know what I'm saying? So like anybody pun. that's like big pun. So anyone, well, he's more of a New York legend. Either way, like... If you think, like, the locks, Dipset, like, if you think about it, if you're, like, 45 to 50 or, like, 40 plus, you saw just legends. Chris yeah. Brown. Think about all the think about all the, the verses we've had during quarantine. Those, I'm, those are specifically, mo, m most of them are, like, New York legends. Like, I just feel like we have to have this period now where there's not legends coming out. Well, I was going to say, it kind of is... Like, the way things are going to go, only because, like, hip-hop, rap, like, that that genre of hip-hop, right? That subset, sublet of hip-hop. Like, that that started with our parents' era, like, a little before that, you know? Like, in the 60s and 70s, right? Like, that's when rap started. That's when hip... That's when, I'm sorry. That's when hip-hop started, you know? So, you got all these pioneers... Mm -hmm. starting the game, you know, by default, and I'm not going to say by all default, but, like, by some percentage of default, like, if you have a way, or if you did something back then that shaped the way, like, hip-hop was or is going to be, mm -hmm. right, to this day, like, you're automatically a legend. You started. You're the first one to done it. Nobody else did it before you, bro. Why? Because hip-hop started in your era. You took that opportunity to become a pioneer, you know? You're not going to see that now. Bro, think about it. If you really think about it, hip-hop was in the 60s or 70s, right? It's been 50 years. No, hip-hop started in, like, the 80s. Mm, I think it's the 60s or 70s, like the early 60s. No. When started, the roots of hip-hop were starting to be. It started in the 80s. In the Afri 80s? Africa Bombada, bro. Rap is not, hip-hop is not old. That's what I'm saying. Africa Mabata way before. Notable for releasing a series of genre-defining electro tracks in the 1980s that influenced the development of hip-hop culture. Was it the 80s? I'm, bro, I'm telling you. It wasn't around in the 70s. They had jazz and, like, spoken word and shit. That's why old heads are always like, this music now is trash. Oh, it's the late 1970s. All right. No, it's not. That's Where what it says here in Britannica.com. What did you look up? When did hip-hop start? The elements of hip-hop came together in the Bronx <laughs> borough of New York City. Was the early 1970s? Oh, this one says the early. The early 1970s, birthday? and times were tougher than usual for the poor parts of urban America. Oh yeah, I see it. 1973. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely. But seen that's. But there was no music coming out. Oh, no. I'm not saying music. There was no music coming out. It was just like a theory. But I get what you're saying. I feel like it really just started in the 80s. Well, you, well, hip hop was. Uh, Hip hop was back then was just like mixing tracks, I, like I, DJs. That's what I'm saying. I didn't feel like people started rapping on those beats until the '80s, like when Africa and Bombada, Jam Master J, uh, what's his name, Big Daddy Kane were dropping. That's when that was. That's when I consider. That's what I consider. DJ Cool Herc. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they're automatic. Yeah, they're automatic. So ain't no half. That point. Ain't no half stepping and smooth operator by Big Daddy Kane, which were. Which are seen as pillars of hip hop music in its roots is eighty eight and eighty nine. Okay, those are, those are pillars. I'm talking the beginning though, is what I'm saying. Let's just say seventy five, right? Africa Mombato released his tracks in the early nineteen eighties, eighty one, eighty two. Planet Rock came out eighty two. So twenty years, right? So okay, twenty years in the, in the nineteen in the eighteen uh, the twentieth century. Then you come to the twenty first century, and we're literally only twenty two years in. Feel me? That's not even 50 years. It's not even half a century that hip-hop started. And that wasn't even the hip-hop we know now. So, like, the pioneers, yeah, are only really, like, 30 years. That's when we know, like, our pioneers, you know, of rap and, like, R&B 
and soul. No, R&B's been around forever. I'm talking about the pioneers of the music that we know. So your argument is what? That because all in, all like the roots have been set down, it's harder to be a legend now? The roots have been set down. Oh, and, then, and there's a there's a side to that. There's a, there's a flip side to that. Not a flip side, just like another another inlet, right? Like the pioneers have already started the genres of rap and stuff and hip hop, right? They've already done that for us, right? Mm -hmm. So now we'll have to figure out what the new era of hip hop, of rap in hip hop is, right? And the era right now is the trap era. We're in the trap era of hip hop. But where right? back then was gritty. From the streets, like almost like a growl. So yeah. But so, so where does that put us in music, though, bro? Like you're not answering my question. Well, my thing is, like I said, that's legendary to them and to us because they started it. They started that era. So then, who's They're a legend? So who's a modern day saying. legend? This is what I'm saying. We're in the trap era, right? First, you gotta accept that, and then secondly, you gotta pick the legends. Who were the pioneers? I'm right? literally asking you that. Yes. Who, well, I'm. You're not letting me ask you. You asking me before. Yes, I asked the question. You're, the end, you're, you're the turning my, my question. The end of my segment you was to turning, ask the question. No, you're and turning you're my question segment. into a new question for me. I didn't ask the question. I have the same question. I want you to answer it first, though, because that's the question I was going to pose to you. You didn't let me build if up. If I there. had an answer to my question, I would have given it when I spoke. Okay, so like the trap legends. Trap, uh, but, yeah, the pioneers. Future. Right, we always worry about future. Right, big trap pioneer. Right, outcast. You know, like people like them. We got Gucci. Artists like them, Gucci. Without Gucci, we have no one. Artists like them that allowed, that allowed, like these new artists to be relevant. Then you got guys like Chris Brown but who transcend even, genres. Even so, like Bruno, even, the hold weekend. On, hold on, even if these guys are legends, right? None of them is measuring up to any of the previous legends. That's what I'm saying. Like, Michael Jackson was would sell out anything, anywhere, with anyone. People would see Michael Jackson and faint. All due respect to future Gucci thug. Ain't nobody fainting in front of them. You Drake? know what I'm saying? Even Drake is a maybe, right? Drake's the only one I could say that's actually on that level just for the pure fact that Drake has not missed in almost over a decade. And, like, literally... He's Drake, literally artist. Of the he's decade. He, easily, but he's like getting Drake tickets is at least four hundred dollars. Like if Drake comes to MSG, bro, like he tours, but it's a major, major tours. Like yeah, him and Future and like some other guys are going on tour for like six months around the world. Like, yeah, around the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not no small shit. Like that's yeah. the only person I would say. Like yo, Michael Jackson really did that performance. I forgot where it was, and he didn't do anything. He just kept moving his limbs, and people were literally passing out. Like he he like switched his pose from one thing to another, and some lady was like, "Oh!" and just fell out. I remember seeing that video actually. It's a video of like off to the side, yes. and there's like they're carrying this woman out, and it's like she fainted before the concert even started. Like that's I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that video. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, I mean like that's god level. That's divine status. But they had so many of them. Like they had Michael and Prince. Like Michael and Prince is crazy. Yeah. At the same time. Throwing shade at each other. Like, imagine if there was a Drake and another, like, kind of guy like Drake, and they were beefing at the top. Which is fake what we have with Ye, except Ye is washed now, and Drake is slowly getting washed. So, it's not even fun. Like, if it was Kanye in, like, 2013 versus Drake in, like, 2013, 2014, then we'd have been like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is fun, though. Good for us. I guess there's nobody yet, then. Does that mean that you're saying that we're going to get somebody better than Drake that we can call a, a, a legend? I'm just saying not soon. I, better Maybe is not soon, but later. Be, better is subjective. I'm just thinking of it. Of it. But as, you didn't ask better. No, not at all. You're asking just legend of this era. Like what, with, what? Where are we? And who's a legend of this era? And how I measure that is by how monumental you are on a global scale. Like Michael Jackson went to China. Ain't nobody like who is this? They like is motherfucking Michael. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, Michael Jackson is different. You feel me? Like different. he was just he was that guy. For better, different. Or worse. You had different. You had every country in the world, like speaking English, while singing his songs. You know, like, bro. And like, think about it. Michael Jackson's songs come on now, still bangers. Always, still bangers. Always. <laughs> Those will be bangers till the ends of time. That's what I'm saying. And I'm and like, I think Drake's got songs like that too. But I also think that side question. Who you think else they're does? gonna? You think they're gonna? Uh, 
You think they're going to play Michael Jackson in like 30-30? Yeah. He's just that guy. It's like how they still play Beethoven now. True. When was Beethoven? Beethoven was in like... <laughs> like 1200s, 1300s. Mad long ago. You better look up how old Beethoven would be today. This what was, was it? We're talking the 1770s. Oh, really? In the 1830s. Yeah, well, I thought he, Beethoven... he was born in 1770 and lived until he was 1827. For real? Damn. That <laughs> just seems like forever ago. Remember, 12, 1300s are low-key like getting to the medieval times or like about the medieval times so what happened in like year 700 i don't know evan are you built for year 700 <laughs> no that's why i was born now do you want after death or before christ after death obviously because we're in after death which is crazy to think about it's been 2022 years since jesus was oh in 700 a.d the chinese invented gunpowder oh shit yep that's crazy. <laughs> of course, the Chinese invented it. They originally used it for fireworks, and then yes. realized you could just shoot projectiles. As every kid in the hood knows, you can take the little fi- uh, firecrackers and take the little shooters and shoot them at each other, which is what frequently happens on Fourth of July. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! I did not know this. Uh, Islam started in 1622. 1622. 622. Damn! So, so right before. Yeah. Islam started in 622. Wow. So right before the 700s, it was like, let's get this going. We need to get a following by the 2000s. Come on. Yeah. And even <laughs> even in the 2000s, your people are still being persecuted. Yep. What's going on in China with them now? Uh, They're still just persecuting them secretly. What, and do, you, what do you mean harsh, secretly? What's the damage harshly. here? So I don't, I don't know. I haven't been clued into it in a minute. I'm well, also off a lot of social they're now, putting as you them guys in, know. They're just, it's the original story. It's just they're not owning up to it. And uh, Well, why, why are they doing this? And actually, your boy Elon went on fire. Uh, caught on fire a little. Earlier this week? End of last week? Maybe? I can't remember. Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Okay. Good friend of the pod. So Elon Musk is now... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Original, locking Uyghur Muslims up in detention camps and saying they're not detention camps, but records of these detention camps being very horrid and sacrilegious are also out. Uh, Canada, the United States, and the United Kingdom have all uh, said that China's doing horrible things. And Elon doesn't agree? And Elon just put a Tesla factory or a Tesla dealership manufacturer, one of those. Uh-huh. Big big Tesla building. Right? In Xiajiang, China, I think it's pronounced, which is uh native to Uyghur Muslims. Like that's where they come from. That oh shit! So right where he's setting up. Well, that's not good. Damn. So he just he decided to put a factory in the middle of that. So do you think he's is he do you think he's uh telling the truth in the slightest? What? Elon. What's he telling the truth about? The the camps and shit. Well, he's not the only. Well, I don't know if he's ever said anything about him. Oh, you're just saying that he's set up in that area. Like he's going, he's moving a factory over there. Yeah, I mean, he land, made an announcement the other day. I mean, land's probably cheap. I'm just saying. I, I was just letting you know that your boy came under fire. I mean, I get it, but it's also like, run a business. Land is cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as it's wrong for him to use that slave labor, if the, if that happens, because that's crazy. I don't know if they're if that's there. I think it's just more of like you're supporting that region. You're going to give that region, like, you know, better opportunities to succeed. You're bringing in jobs. You're bringing in, like, super modern, western, like, futuristic technology here, right? That would trans that would uh, transform the whole town. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's no doubt that, like, Tesla, in terms of, like, what they manufacture, in terms of the automobiles, aren't, like, top tier. 
like they transportation are I really methods, you know? To like, me, the most luxurious, one second, the most luxurious cars that I can think of off the top of my head that I see every day are the new Mercedes and Teslas. And honorable mention, Audis. But Mercedes-Benz went so crazy with, like, the... With the screens everywhere, like Mercedes really has like a perfect screen, and some of them are touchscreen too. That's just everywhere. They're getting rid of buttons and other stuff. Audi's done that in some cars, but they haven't like done it in all their new ones. Mercedes literally has it so like your dashboard is a screen, where the speedometer is is a screen, your whole console is a screen. Everything's connected by a screen, etc. Like there's almost no fobs or buttons. It's very, very futuristic, and the way they have it cut, like client of mine. Has a has like a twenty twenty one Mercedes GLE truck. Oh yeah, yeah, nice as fuck. I like those GLEs. Yeah, was, they, they had to grow on me for a little bit because they were kind of ugly when I first. Yes, no, no, not the small one, the big one. Like the X six and the BMW line. Bigger than that? No, no, no. those those are the uh, GLE fifty fives. I'm talking about the regular GLE, not the sport version. The regular oh, like size. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, the big boy. Bro, I got in that. Everything was mad sleek. Just. Yo, the lighting in there was fire. Just mad screens for yo. It was tough. I was in that bitch like yo. I'm in the future right now. Like I really about. I'm really about to hop in space, bro. Massive. Yeah, bro. A lot of room for activities. (laughs) I tell you what, if you got a family of four and you take a trip in that, yeah, chilling. Mad screens. Screens on the back of the front seats. Oh yeah, love that, (sighs) bro. Love that. I'm definitely bringing that was PS4 so long hooking up video games up to that fucking system, <laughs> playing it for eight hours. Yo, like that shit and Teslas, they're just on a whole different playing field. Like BMW's catching up a little bit with the screens, but that's only like the new new shit. Like Mercedes been doing this. You can get a 2020 yeah, like Mercedes, that. bro. Mercedes have the their entire clusters are interactive displays now. Dodge Ram has gone crazy. You know who actually we haven't discussed, but I don't see them every day, so they fell out of this topic? Cadillacs. Cadillac interiors I like the are great. Uh, yeah, like the, yeah I, the XTS with the bla- a blacked-out XTS yeah, it's fine. goes fucking crazy. It, bro, it looks... It almost looks like a knockoff version of the Batmobile. <laughs> I know it's what you're got, like, about. mad yeah. sharp edges. Nah, it's fire. And it's blacked out. It looks like it's just, like... It looks like it moves too. I'm no, that's just high. That's just fire. Yo, like the new Escalades though. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like those shits are spaceships. You could take one of those around the world. Like if you told me that the Escalade turns into a boat, I'd be like, facts. Yeah, the Escalade's uh the Escalade's a massive vehicle, but also <laughs> very good looking. That's what I'm saying. It looks like. Uh, I mean, I guess that's why the uh, all the celebrities use Escalades. Yes, that is what, that is indeed why, Mr. Ali. My uncle actually got his uh his Escalade to be completely silent. I just remember he pulled up one day. He's got lights under the car, right? And you've seen my my uh, lights under the car. Yeah, he's got lights under the car. Oh, he's one of those. He's Puerto Rican. Um, <laughs> and he. Why do Puerto Rican people love their like love the lights under the car? I don't know. I work with a guy. He's got love it. He's got lights on his rims. They don't turn off. I don't know about lights on the rims. Lights on the car, I think it's kind of tough. But lights on the rims is like, all right. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't want to see that light, like, spinning in circles when you're driving. Just put it on another car. Give yourself a nice little glow. You know? At night, it looks fire. Right? You're the only one on the road. You got a nice little, like, like mint green glow under the bottom of the car or something like that. Maybe yeah. it plays off the color. I think it goes hard. Oh, that's fucking crazy. How did we end up talking about cars? Uh, I really don't know. Elon Musk in China. We're talking about Went down the a uh, rabbit hole with that one. That's one of our better ones too. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh shit! Yeah, Elon, I don't know what you're doing, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, stay on the side of the people, not on the side of the uh, the government, the oppressors. Yeah, I don't know what's really going on there. Um, I don't really know like what happens after countries condemn like other countries for doing things. I feel like it's just a bunch of nothing. Yeah, like because it's just like we you're, you're the gonna, worst, yeah. and they're like you're not yeah. gonna go to war, and we and we live over here. So exactly. like, what are you gonna do, about exactly, it, buddy? It's also like we're not just gonna send missiles. No, for we're sure. not just gonna enact like tactical maneuvers on like foreign soil. 
<laughs> tactical maneuvers. You know, we're not going to do that because that's just like if you do that, you're going to start a war because you're not doing it with permission. So I don't really know what goes after this. I think you condemn it, talk about it a little, or I'm sorry, read about it and hear others' opinions on social media, and then you just kind of go about your days because yeah. they're over there. What else are you going to do? But uh, in the general scheme of things, I don't really know how the government does. Like, what, what do we enact right now? Are we in a holding pattern? What's the move here? <laughs> What's the move? I don't know. What's the move? But, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough, man. I don't understand how that's, like, <clears throat> allowed to happen like that, though. It's not as much as it's allowed. It's just who's going to stop them. Yeah. I mean, I just you just figure as, like, I mean, no, I guess Russia's the same thing. I'm just saying, man, everyone has yeah. problems. Like, a lot of the times, I would, <coughs> I, would think, I would think when I was younger, I'd be like, this is bad. Like, bad things are happening in the world. Why do we collectively allow this? And it's just because everyone has their own fucking issues. You know, like, these, a lot of countries are just like, look, we're fucked up. Can't help you because we're so fucked up. If we help you, like, we're going to be even more fucked up. And it's just like... What are you going to say? Like, if Russia just decides that what's happening in China is not its business, like, that sounds like Russia's minding their business, you know? Like, you can't get too angry at them yeah. reasonably, you know? And then if they Things go help... get a handle real quick. Yes, and it's also if you help all the time, then you're either always the one called or you're a meddler. Like, the United States. Every yeah. time something happens, what do we do? We send troops. Like, why don't we fix ourselves, build ourselves back up? Then we can lend out the olive branch again once we're strong. And reap favors from it because a lot of times is the olive we... branch help or peace? Help. White flag is peace. No, white flag is surrender. Surrender, which is different. Olive branch. Talking... If you lend an olive branch, it's support. You lend some help. Oh, support, support. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, and then we'll be in a position to actually help, and then you know, relationships can be fostered. Or we could just not help. I mean, if you're the number one country in the world, you're always expected. But the one thing that those two those two countries have going for them. Is that they have one ruler, one whatever they call themselves, president or whatever, and he calls he's the final say in everything, right? In the United States, we have a system that doesn't allow one person to just be the final say on everything. It's it has to be a unanimous decision. Well not unanimous, but it has to be a collective decision. And that backfires too because shit's just stall. <laughs> exactly. And then everybody has an angle, everybody has a slant. And on top of that, everything they feed the people is bullshit. So because they just want you to side with them, so they can they make just money. Want to vote. That's it. You Once know what I'm saying? Once the initial like impression has been locked in, you just pretty much gotta do the same thing if you have a f- big following and you 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 get you get it done in terms of election wise. It's so tricky because democracy has, has proven. Yeah, because think about it like this: democracy. Are you proven. saying tricky to get the the no. structure right? Yes, the structure. Oh, okay, okay. The structure. No, I thought you meant to be like to do that. I was like, I don't think it's tricky. I think it's no, but I'm just talking about getting the structure right because it's easy to just say, "Oh, communists is bad," blah blah blah. Like, yeah, historically speaking, communist societies haven't survived, but also like, look how strong China's gotten now. Look how much intelligent they are, and like how better, much better their education is. Like, we can't even decide to fully educate our children. We keep taking money away from our education and putting it into wars and stuff like that gets swept under the rug because, Oh, this president's better for the economy. Meanwhile, he's stripping the postal service and the education services weekly to feed other parts of the budget. And it's like, yo, like even Trump went on that interview and was like, yeah, China's like fourth in education. We're like 50th. Like we need to figure it out. And you know what I'm saying? Like, Everybody wants to say all oh, this other shit is bad, and it's yeah, like, well, shit how like much? That might get him reelected, you... <laughs> bro. They're gonna go so crazy for Trump in twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four is gonna be wild. Democrats gotta get something. Gotta get somebody good. Yeah. Democrats yeah. really have to. Uh, they have to figure out who what they're gonna go they with. Next here. running mate. They tried the progressive stuff with a woman. Shit didn't work. <laughs> right now they have a woman as a vice president. Like who runs? The question is who runs next, and how can you? Support the next person without cutting their legs out like they did this time, where literally Bernie Madoff would have beat Trump. Not Bernie Madoff. What's his nickname? Bernie Williams. Bernie Bernie Madoff. No, Bernie Williams. <laughs> <Come on>. Bro, <laughs> the Yankee what? center fielder. 
He's, a, he's running for he's running for president. <laughs> oh shit, that's Bernie Williams. No, who am I talking about? I don't Bernie know. Sanders. Bernie Sanders. You said Williams. <laughs> so we put Bernie Madoff, nice. who's from Queens, and all the orchestrator of the largest Ponzi scheme of all time. <laughs> we just nominated him and Bernie Williams on the same and the ticket. Yankee center fielder. Bernie squared. <laughs> I'd vote for that tandem. One's a switch hitting gold glove center fielder. The other one's a fucking scam artist. This is, this is Who exactly made millions. This is what the country needs. Nah, but Bernie Sanders would have beat Trump in 2016 for sure. Feel me? But, it, like, let's be honest here. Hillary was weak. And let's yeah. be honest. Men don't like She's voting. She got caught for... up in so much shit and didn't want to handle any of it. Yes, that and, like, yo, Bernie. I'm not sorry. Uh, Hillary. Like, men just don't like voting for women to be in power. For the most part, That's so true. it was already like, literally, guys are just like species is is a, is a tad bit too much misogynistic. And she was being disrespected because Bill was just out here doing what it do, Bill B. So it was just like, damn, like you can't even man, keep your man in check. Tell Hillary to do what it do what it do, man. And then they tell were her, tell her we love her over here. <laughs> and everyone that hated Bill was like, yeah, we don't want Bill in the White House again, especially as the Vice President, because he gonna be wildin', which he would be. Like, I'm back in this bitch. Man, Hillary could have got Bill back. Yo, Bill gonna be... They're not together? They are. I'm just saying Hillary could have wilded out. She could have had her own little... Yeah, not like Bill, though. You know what would be funny, though, too? Like, Hillary would have to wake up and attend to shit, and Bill would just be like... Because he'd be the first the first man, I guess. He'd be like, man, baby, you got it. I'm gonna roll over here. <laughs> it's a little early. And she's like, but China's attacking. He's like, baby, this is your job. <laughs> I done did this 20 years ago, okay? I'm going to sleep now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like 6 a.m. He's turning over. <laughs> she just gets the call. China has sent 17 nukes Yo. towards the U.S. And he's just like, handle this. I got tea times in an hour. Handle this. And she's like, William. And he's like, baby, you are the president. I have a tea time. We have different things to do today. And she's like, but the news are going to hit in 30 days. She I'm like, going to get my tea time done here, Larry. What are you going to do? <laughs> and then she's like, but if the if the nukes hit, they're going to destroy everything. And he's like, that's a tragedy. But the real tragedy, me not uh, bringing my handicap down by three this year. After I said I would. Oh. It's November. I have a month and a half left. I have to go. Good luck, baby. Right? He's like, I just shot even last year. I can't do the same thing again. No, no. You don't have a handicap if you shoot even. Handicap. Oh, like, handicap is like uh It'd be like plus seven. No, it'll be like plus seven. seven. So if the course, if it's like a course and they're like, it usually takes, I don't know, 18 holes, let's say it's like, I don't know, 72 or 75 shot course, right? Our handicaps are like shit you can mark off of? No. Handicaps are just what you would add to the normal course score. So the course will have something like this. Like, you know how golfers are minus nine? Yes. Or minus three? That means they're nine shots under. That I understand. Under. So That's like, for instance, if the course is like, let's say it's 18 holes, so let's say it's... 72, which means that most of the holes are par fours, right? Correct. So a handicap would be plus seven, which means you're going to shoot whatever the course score usually is, add in seven more strokes for you. So if you get down oh, to the lower you so get. If you wild out on a seven handicap, you're going crazy right now. No, what are you saying? It's not like that at all. It's just like this. If you have a plus seven handicap, that's pretty decent for a normal person, right? And then as you get lower, and it's like, oh, I'm a plus three or something like that, then it's like, oh, shit, like this guy can play. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. You said wild out. I didn't know what you mean in that kind Wild out like you had an amazing game and you had a handicap of, of plus seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Well, then no, you would, then you would say I shot, I shot seven. Yeah, because you'd be plus seven there. Yeah. Because you shot, let's just say you shot even. Shot even? Yeah, that's good. That's impressive. Wait, no, maybe I'm, maybe I'm confusing it. I don't understand if I... Yeah, I know. I can tell. Wait, wait, wait. All right, all right. <laughs> so what, a handicap... Right? Your handicap's like your ERA. Okay. So if you have, okay, 72, right? That's perfect score. That's a par everywhere. It's not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect score. The perfect score would be 18. One shot each hole. Oh, yes, true. True, true, true. You got a perfect par score everywhere. You got a par. You got par. You got par. You shot even. Just say shot. You shot even. even. Yes. Par on every hole. That's what that means. Yes. Okay. Like, if somebody had a. Handicap three, a three handicap. How do you say that? How would you a say handicap it? of three? A handicap or of you three. Or you say that you're, you're plus three. You're plus three, yes. right? Does that mean that your whole game, you're shooting 
with a plus three. So, like, if you shoot even, you actually shot a 75. No. It's just or is your, it the other no, way? No, it's just your ERA. Whatever you shoot that day is what you shot that day. But it's just like if your ERA is a three, you might give up seven runs today, but usually you don't do that. Today, if you usually if you're a plus three and let's and let's say you shoot you shoot plus five today, right? Then you just shot plus five today. But if you're usually a plus three, then you're a plus three. That's all. No more complicated than that. Yes, those sounded pretty complicated. You did that. You did that because you kept trying to fucking use more words than necessary. We're just gonna look it up. <laughs> I told you the answer. Why do you think I'm lying to you? I, I don't think you're lying. I just think I need some somewhere else to explain it. I didn't really get that. Oh. Oh, that made sense. Okay. It's an ERA. For golfers. Ladies and gentlemen, I, you know I just said that. So I don't know what the tells the D getting it's an, it's an ERA for golfers. It, literally the, the exact analogy I used to make it click for you, and it didn't work. But uh, what I was also saying was not true, but it was like the the, the theory behind it. Like, cause you can say you have a handicap of like minus or plus three. Oh no, you can't. I lied. <laughs> this guy's right there. Teaching to the golf is gonna be a chore. For, I can tell that already. I'll tell you what, I drive the fuck out of the golf cart though. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, folks. Well, Sadiq's trying to teach himself golf. Oh no, what I said is true. My tank okay. is empty. Hey, can I? I'm just gonna read this. Let me leave you with this thought here, okay? Uh, I'm just gonna give you a four example here. For example, if I'm a zero handicap and my friend is a 10 handicap, I would give my friend 10 shots off his or her score so we can have an even match. If I shoot a 70 and my friend shoots an 80, minus 10 because of her 10 handicap, we tie. Even though I won by 10 shots and I'm a better golfer into our quote-unquote match, we tied and it was a fun experience for both of us. Okay, do you understand it now? Yes. I'm proud of you. You know? So with that thought, ladies and gentlemen, my tank O is MTO. Somebody sent me some golf clubs. <laughs> Buy your own jabroni. So yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you for not being racist. Thank you for drinking water. Thank you for caring about yourself and your eardrums to put this on. Uh, Be kind to people. Yeah. Somebody uh, send me, or rather take me golfing. You know? Tiger. Yeah, someone with patience. Tiger. Because this guy. I'm up next. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm up next. All right, let's go. <laughs> Come find me.